In a world where content is limitless, two dudes forge an unbreakable bond to become a part of something larger than themselves by creating a podcast unlike nothing the world has ever heard. Time is running out, and all hope will soon be lost. Their content could hold the key to fight against the darkness. No matter how many podcasts the people have listened to, they haven't heard us. Not us united. Well, Nick, we are joined yet again by another person in your basement. Yes. We have a lot of people in our basement now. Yeah. Yeah. Our basement. It's collective. Yeah, it's our basement. Okay, cool. The Not Us United. The Not Us United. Basement. Hey, cheers. Cheers. We're all, we're all drinking a little, a little something. Cheers. cheers. Uh, theoretical. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we all cleaned glasses or cans. Um, this week, we're joined by our, our friend Caleb. That is correct. And we will be talking about his favorite movie, Star Wars, A New Hope. Yeah. So, Caleb, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? And why are you here? Yeah. That is, just broad, give us just give us everything. That's a broad question. What, hey, what's never your yes or no question for What's your <laughs> yeah? It's like improv. No, there's no no. So uh, I'm I grew up in this area, the Iowa City area. Uh, basically lived here my whole life, and I was actually I think this is part of my Star Wars story. There you go. So we'll include we go. it in it. But grew up uh, out in the country, surrounded by a bunch of woods, dead end road. Mm homeschooled until ninth grade oh, wow. and I had four siblings so part of the reason I got so into Star Wars is didn't have a lot else to do <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, but there's obviously more to it than that so yep. um, yeah so I grew up in this area went to Iowa Mennonite school and then have uh, University of Iowa and basically so. have lived here my whole life and been Star Wars fan since I was probably well shoot whenever they re- released the remastered versions was mm-hmm. when I got into it so it was like 97 roughly I think okay. is when they did it. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So I was maybe a little old to initially become a Star Wars fan. I was like 10. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's when I was first introduced to it. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have the collector's like three VHS? Oh like, I still have it. The unedited version? Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Uh, I I got we so the lucky right guy into the podcast. <laughs> I got I got so lucky. So I went to um, what is this store? I don't remember what it is. Where they it used to be in like every mall where they'd sell movies. Oh, like an Fye or something, something like, like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember what it was. And they had that set where they hit the six oh. six disc set. Oh sure. Oh, wow. And it's all the originals. So it's the original theatrical version and then oh, the remastered version yeah, as well. Nice. And the original is better. One hundred percent. Okay, yeah, good. It's yeah, way good. better. Yeah. yeah, one of us. Yeah, and, and I mean, yeah, Han shot first. I mean, come on. <laughs> yes, let's go. <laughs> oh my god. We all we all know that. Come on. Uh, cheers to that. Uh, so, uh, I I used to watch. <laughs> I liked those so much. I used to watch those videos where it compare the differences. This yeah. is getting yeah. too geeky in the beginning of this. But We're literally fine. talking about Star Wars, so, <laughs> and you can say spoilers. That's, it's been that's out the for whole thing. Yeah. years and years and years. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's, it's just funny. I mean, so. I don't know how quick you want to dive into specifically that that topic, but sure. kind of how I got into it was interesting because I again I hadn't see I didn't see really any of them and really even know it existed until the remastered ones got re released in the theater. So I don't remember for for sure, but I'm fairly certain the first time I saw it, 
would have been going to the theater yeah. when the first one came out was re-released the remastered version in 97 dad took me so dad yeah. was a big fan mm. he loved it from when he was a kid he had gone and seen all the originals in the theater and he had always liked it he liked star trek too mm. which i just never really got there but mm. um <laughs> same way too nerdy. which is ironic because we live right next to i know the right? hometown of We're, captain kirk yeah, the fictional so. birthplace yeah <laughs> yeah the fictional yeah. <laughs> very good yeah um so shortly after that you know so i got into the remastered version i was about that age about 10 mm-hmm. and then they started coming out with the prequels yeah. you know and so the anticipation for the prequels i mean was huge like yeah. having just become a star wars <clears throat> fan and then all of a sudden they have new movies coming out it's a good time of yeah. it yeah for sure yeah. and uh so I overlooked a lot of things like, uh, you know, some of the major downfalls of those movies and yeah. and still uh, loved it. But that w- so there was there was that that stint in life for me. Where it was like I was obsessed. This is it. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. So I saw I saw the original Star Wars remastered and then went to the other ones as they came out. And then I was way too Sold. into it. Yeah. Awesome. Reading mm-hmm. the books and doing going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> nice. My guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. To talk about a little bit of the uh, hype. Uh, growing up, so I know we're talking a little bit about The Phantom Menace, which is obviously episode one instead of episode four, but my theater, the hype was so intense that there was only like two showings, and then somebody tried to commit um, arson mm. <laughs> and burn down the theater while everyone was in it, because <laughs> it was just crazy. Wow. So our theater never actually like bounced back, and we had like to go to this different theater oh, for a no while, way. and then they rebuilt part of it and all this stuff, but it was like during that week when people were going to see like Phantom of the Menace like four or five times. Yeah. Like by the third time, it was like, ah, you, everyone needs to leave. It's smoking. Somebody's lit this place on fire. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> this movie's so fire. <laughs> this was in Centerville? <laughs> yes, that is correct. Yeah, it was oh, crazy. Wild. So it was like on news. It was like in our mall, like whatever that was. It was a very small strip mall. Uh, and, and to this day, there's still just a crater in between the buildings. Like, there's no, like, they never fully built it back. It's just this section is now a thing, mm. and this section is now a thing. Wow. And there's just void in between. That's so, so anyway, the wow. hype, the hype the for Star hype Wars. literally burned a yeah, theater down. Caused people to commit crimes. <laughs> it's wild. But That's crazy. anyway, yes, I agree. We, I think people are excited. I wasn't that excited for Star Wars. Not like I'm going to burn the place down, but... I'm still very excited yeah. for Star Wars. So. Yeah, so I, I was I'm a little bit older than than you guys mm-hmm. both, um, not a lot. So mm-hmm. I mean, how old were you guys when you got into it? You want to go first? Yeah. So I also uh, I got into it at a pretty young age. It was actually, <coughs> excuse me, um, it was actually in Iowa. I was visiting my my aunt, and uh, we were she was living out here, and so I lived in not in Iowa at the time. Um, and so we went, and I remember the first time I saw was in her basement i saw the original trilogy loved them and then i feel like phantom menace had to come out by this point because i was born in 96 so i would have been probably too young Mm -hmm. and so attack of clones i remember very vividly going to the theater at least 30 times because we were it was like a dollar it was a dollar movie (laughs) okay maybe not 30 times you but, topped the Titanic lady yeah. from back in the day. <laughs> like wow. so we were we were living in we were living in Phoenix at the time. And it was it was summer. It was hot. And on Tuesdays they did dollar movies. Mm. And so what else are we gonna do except go to the movie theater and see Star Wars? Yeah. And so fell in love with Star Wars. Ultimately fell in love with the second one, which I now think is the worst Star Wars movie. Oh, so. I was I was I was hoping you you were gonna get there. 
When so, you said you saw it 30 times, I was like, whoa, is that his favorite one? No, it's all? ironically the one that, like, I, like, fell... Well, obviously, I love the trilogy. I fell in love with those. But that's the one I've probably seen Attack of Clones the most. Mm. But it's the one that I hate, like the least. Mm-hmm. And I think is, honestly, straight hot garbage. Yeah. Mm. Um, Agreed. But it's just funny that that's the one that got me. Yeah. yeah. It is. In the the sad part about that movie too is that it's like the one with the most lightsabers so you're like this has got to right. be the best yeah and it just wasn't and it's but the it's most boringest one too it's like how did i sit through that as a kid for two hours and then yeah. lightsabers all of a sudden come out the yeah. end fight is great but even the just build up to the that dialogue is, in that movie i mean it's, it's like, rough it yeah. was star wars i didn't care it was i was a kid everything yeah. was everything <clears throat> oh, was sure. great yeah yeah so what about you though um i similar story to caleb uh for me like star wars has always been like a father-son thing which i mean leads into the story itself but like i feel like that's how my generation got exposed to it was the the collector vhs set Mm -hmm. or some some sort of yeah uh memorabilia like that and um so my dad all like obviously introduced it to me so i had already seen them uh all three of the originals on vhs before i went to go see phantom of the men menace but, of the mantis, of the Man- mantis yeah <laughs> um but no i was i was in like it was such a cool it's it's weird how like how young you can be and still pull from this movie because it's not i wouldn't argue that or i wouldn't say that they're necessarily like children's movies right especially like the originals mm-hmm. um but something about them still is the, the simplicity of like maybe the story yeah. or the plot or something. I think it's just so easy to digest that it's like you're still getting something from it, even though you don't fully understand everyone's motives at the age of like eight, you know, right. or whatever. Yeah. So that would be my upbringing. And then as soon as I saw Darth Maul with the one lightsaber and then the other Ooh. lightsaber blade comes out. I was That's like, when yeah. the fire hit the theaters. Game over. Game over. I don't even care. Greatest oh, villain of all time. Yeah, there was a lot of anticipation leading up to that movie with uh, with the double lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there's still like, there's still songs that like take you back. You know, oh, like yeah. we were talking, like you had mentioned with like Chris and our Lord of the Rings episodes. There mm-hmm. are just like, Scores. there was something about the score in these movies that still can just hit you to this day. Where Absolutely, if you hear, like the John William, mm-hmm. the goat. He is the goat. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah, and he he made them all the way until the the last three movies, yeah. right? So yep. I don't think he made. Maybe he made. I don't think he did Rogue One or Solo Story. Right. But he did all the main trilogy. Did he do the the last three? I thought he did. Oh, did he? I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I can look it up for I'm facts, like, but yeah, ninety percent sure he did. So that's yeah. one thing I'll preface this with um, on this podcast. Is anybody who of your listeners who's listened to this and heard uh, Chris Blanker's level of knowledge in Lord of the Rings. That is not me. I respect Chris a lot for that because Lord of the Rings is amazing. Yeah. Actually, a lot deeper than Star Wars in, in, mm-hmm. in many ways. Um, but not as much fun, arguably. But <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know. But... <laughs> That's hard to say. Um, but I was kind of... So I was like very into it yeah. at, at a young age. And then it has stayed with me consistently over the years where, like, of course I'm seeing everything that comes out. Yeah. But the obsession level for me is much lower than it used to be. So yeah. I, don't, I don't really uh, – my knowledge has really dropped off. I will There's so much you can with. go into. Literally yeah. everything you see on screen has a, probably a full Wikipedia page on it. Oh, Wikipedia, true. excuse me. Wikipedia. Ah, yes, uh, yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, just that – like, Star Wars is probably, like, one of the largest – if not one of the first fandoms that really like changed the landscape of 
mm. how movies <laughs> operate really i i don't know if that yes yeah. no that i believe be, yeah yeah but i think there's something to that where like star wars obviously made a change and, and there's just a fandom around it that you know as we'll talk about mm-hmm. has positives and negatives but yeah no, yeah i mean how common is that actually that i mean i mean star wars was as a movie i mean yeah. it was started as a movie i mean lord of the rings was a, a book right yeah. to a movie yeah, it was all just and there idea. was all yeah there's a lot of content behind True. it i mean star that and so you, one of the questions you asked me nick is like why is Star Wars, the original Star Wars, like my favorite movie? And that's a lot of it for me is the pure mm-hmm. originality of it. Yeah. Like if you just watched it today, like my kids have watched it and they don't, the original ones they like, but they don't, they don't love it. They, don't, they don't hold that same power as it would over us, For you know? sure. Yeah. But I mean, you look back at it today, like, I mean, how novel it was for yep. the time. And the fact, like, think of everything that it, that it was rolled into that movie, like right. it was created for that first movie, mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. Force, like, yeah. uh, you know, Darth Vader as a character, mm-hmm. like all these spaceships that were so intricate, yeah. like all this, and it was very like, yeah, this was not common back mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. and the, even the production value, like the level to which they did it, is was very impressive. Mm-hmm. So that's actually interesting too that it built that fandom mm-hmm. without that previous content. Yeah, and depth behind it that was created after. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of it was created twenty years after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, True. a lot of the books and stuff were written in like the nineties and things like that. Like, yeah, way after they were made. So I don't know. It, it was interesting. I didn't really thought about that. Well, that was one thing I was gonna say too about this fandom is, <clears throat> I don't even know if you just watched the nine movies that you would have all that much knowledge. I mean, it is something that kind of like is more of a catalyst for somebody took it and then ran with it this direction and now if you want to read 14 novels about it great you know or whatever so i think too like in your defense unlike the lord of the rings where there's like source material and then there's these Mm -hmm. movies that are like super deep this is more just like hey there's this thing he's a wookie yeah anyway so (laughs) we gotta go and like and so now you can go and figure out what a wookie is later and that's how it's good because like that's most we'll we'll still focus on like this main trilogy and obviously number four like they stand on their own and they're still solid movies but if you want to go and like Mm -hmm. dig deeper into something you can and that's where a lot of movies like now fall short is like we're trying to explain everything or explaining too little or it's like we're trying to build this whole world where Star Wars just like kind of throws you in there and it's like if you want to cool go for it but this story still stands Mm -hmm. as a movie and as a story they don't you don't need to know all this other things to enjoy it or to even understand what's going on mm-hmm. yeah so there's also a lot of like i would say i agree that it's a very original story but the things that it kind of pulls from are similar threads that like we've like it's easier to digest i mean when you think of like even some of like the biblical undertones of like star mm-hmm. wars with the force and like the holy spirit mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. the chosen one and those those types of tropes however because the plot was very like all right here's the good guy here's the bad guy yeah there's the thing go blow it up it was like okay dope i, I don't need to know yeah all everything let's just go have fun now you yeah. know like it's just very like by the book it was yeah i mean it was very the objectives were very clear mm-hmm. in the movies there mm-hmm. was always some very specific thing they were trying to accomplish but mm-hmm. it was the good and evil like the very clear yeah, good yeah. and evil i think is a is a really big draw to it i mean a lot of movies and it's interesting i'm not saying yeah not trying to knock movies that blur that line and make it really gray mm-hmm. but it is very stark right yes in star wars and i, I love it in that mm-hmm. i mean and again we're going to stick to the original but uh 
you know the, the the development of of some of the characters particularly like Darth Vader over the the course of the three original movies mm-hmm. is very interesting yeah. mm-hmm. and they try to replicate that happening in the other sets and it's just not the yeah. same uh, when you hear here's a question for you when you hear James Earl Jones voice do you think Mufasa or Darth Vader oh <clears throat> I mean, obviously Darth Vader okay, right. <laughs> but uh, but also Mufasa yeah, okay. second the second I, place. I also grew up watching Lion King one of yeah. the few movies that's ever made me cry in the theater oh, so. yeah, <laughs> I was just curious because I think there, that might be a generational thing but I just was wondering both mm. but mainly Darth Vader I would, yeah I would my dad would always talk about like you speaking of Darth Vader like his probably his favorite moment in cinematic history is when Darth Vader comes out the for, for the first time and you're like that's the bad guy and his theme is going on and it's yes. just like it's so intimidating like he's in a stark right white room and like all his his the stormtroopers are all in white and then she's all black yep and it's just like this contrast yeah. and you can just you can just tell right oh this is the bad guy he's dope he's scary he's dope mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like he's just great so it's just i think that's just a potency where it's just like almost simplicity is best where it's like yeah. hey here's our villain yeah no i agree his like physical presence because i think they like the the guy in the suit um was like seven feet tall so like yeah. with yeah. the suit on just yep. an absolute giant i actually got to meet the guy what? Uh, really? who got to be in the darth vader suit oh, not james sick. earl jones but uh the guy who like was the, the British body guy? yeah um who was like there was Star Wars days at Disney World back mm-hmm. in the day where they would actually get the actors. And so I got to meet the the guy who played the main Ewok in Return of the Jedi. I got oh, to yeah. meet... Wicked. Uh, yeah. Um, and then uh, the guy who played <clears throat> Darth or Darth Vader and then the guy who also was in Boba Fett's suit. Nice. Not his voice, but the guy who played uh, Boba Fett. So That's kind cool. Because it's like you see him and like next to people they'd be like oh is that like your grandpa or like yeah. like who is this guy because like they're not known they're not for seen, the, yeah. their actual thing but also like props to the guy who's just like i'm gonna be the most like popular villain of all time and no one's gonna know who i am yeah. right like that's some cool humility from like an actor too, to mm-hmm. be like i'm just gonna accept it you know well like there's like i don't know if you guys know the controversy about it where it's like mm-hmm. he was originally thinking he was gonna speak yep for the oh. part oh. Like and he has like if you look at takes it's like he has this high British voice and it's like take me to the ship and it's just yep. like it's just a yep. completely different character. That's how it started. Yeah, and then they oh, ended up they recognized that he wasn't going to be he's not intimidating enough. He's, yep. No, he's yep. yeah. He's oh, that makes a lot of sense. Then. Yep. Okay, I just assumed they're like, yeah. well, we've talked to James Earl Jones, so yeah. there's literally no like <laughs> we competition. Just, we heard his voice yeah, he was he was really upset about he was it pissed, when really? they did that. Yeah. Oh wow. There's some interesting and we can I don't know how much we get into that kind of stuff, but. Uh, there's there's this podcast called I think making start making Star Wars or something sure, like that. Yeah. It's like one of those um, one of the big podcast companies mm. puts it out, and it's about like how Star Wars almost didn't happen. So oh, a sure. lot of it's about George Lucas and the writing of it and all mm-hmm. that. Um, and it's 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 uh, it's it's very interesting. But they talk about a lot of the characters and and Alec uh, Guinness. So he was like, at that time, you know, he was like, I believe he had won like an Oscar and that kind of stuff for like a A bridge bridge too far. A bridge over the required. Yeah. And uh, so he's like, what is this movie? (laughs) (laughs) And he like, when they were making it, he just thought it was trash. Right. And so he, and he's, he's actually besides Han Solo, probably like my favorite character in. Oh yeah. Obi-Wan. Yeah. In the original Star Wars movie. I mean, he's that. Like in this, I took one film class in my life ever, and it was at Iowa 
and they talked about um you know the transformational characters in movies and how they like a lot of this like typical structures they use in movies like there's the the hero's journey exactly the hero's journey the guide all those roles so like it's like he used star wars as an example because it fits that formula so Mm -hmm. perfectly yeah Uh, but obi-wan is that guide you know and he just like Alec Guinness just pl- plays it to a T. Like yeah. mm-hmm. he's just ideal, but supposedly he was like a huge jerk on the set. Yeah, like, really, he was like kind of yeah. like the pre- the it. prima donna, <laughs> yeah. like always just talking about how terrible it was. Like, yeah, he- <laughs> supposedly that's that. Yeah, that's what I remember hearing in the podcast. I just thought that was funny. I mean, you can't see any of that in it. He's like sure. the most accomplished actor in yeah. the movie oh, by far. Oh, yeah, he's the only all the other well. ones are basically newcomers. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I bet if I was like Mark Hamill, though, I'd just be like, holy crap. Like, I don't even think they really knew what they were no, doing. No, they did not. But like after the fact, I mean, yeah, I too probably would also just go crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. You could tell when Mark Hamill came back for the and was back in the limelight for those the last three movies that it, it was it meant a lot to him. You could say yeah. <laughs> it was very it was weird to watch yeah. the things that he did publicly and all that and the statements that he tried to make. But it was yeah, it was it would be weird. I mean, you look at the main characters from it, like uh, Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. kind of went off the deep end after that yep. Mark Hamill kind of went, and then Harrison Ford went on to just be like a total badass yeah. and Indiana Jones yeah and <laughs> yeah that's true Air Force One and <laughs> yeah what was his story wasn't he like a waiter or something and like yep yeah was gonna like it was American Graffiti yeah was made before this George Lucas's okay. like first film that was his first yep and then like he got he was like some kind of waiter and George Lucas was like hey you should be in this movie and it's like yep. okay and then he also brought him on to, to Star Wars because yep. he's like, hey, I like you. I like. I think you'd be good for this character. And like his life literally is just. Yeah. I mean, exploded. I'm sure we can all think of like conversations where it's like, oh, my life would be drastically different if. But like Harrison Ford's <laughs> life would be so incredibly different. <laughs> we just said no. <laughs> if there was not well, one he was, conversation like, that day <laughs> or like he just didn't go to work. That's it's crazy. just wild. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's like a national treasure basically at this yeah. point. Like, yeah. And yeah. In my so I don't know again uh, you're leading the agenda here and yes. the topic we go yeah. but like Harrison Ford specifically Han Solo he's my favorite character in the movie oh nice love it Good so call. it's I mean there's there's you could get into a lot of reasons but uh, I love the arc of his character like yeah. how how he just over that one movie I mean mm-hmm. his arc of the character is I mean let's stick to the originals because I not I don't like how it goes in that. <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> yeah and the and the other ones but uh just the way that he transforms like as a person yeah. and and a leader and and all that but specifically in the first one that moment he comes back in the falcon yeah. oh it's so good and, and yeah exactly and just <laughs> bails him out oh my gosh it's the best oh how is this movie so good <laughs> <laughs> here's the real question though how true of a han solo fan are you have you dressed up as han solo before uh let's see how many times is yeah uh, <laughs> we brought the right guy <laughs> yeah well it's kind of how many Halloween? it's kind of embarrassing actually um all right so how widely distributed is this podcast <laughs> we have like 10 people a soft eight to ten okay, yeah. <laughs> We're okay. Fine. all right so before i over share anything i'm gonna regret um I mean, it's my my. It's a hot scoop. Yeah, hot scoop. not really. But so okay. So I told you I got into it when I was like ten. Yeah. Um. So that time period, there was this time period that what would that have been like fourth grade or something like that. 
So yeah. between like fourth grade and seventh grade, boom, I was in. Oh, committed. Yeah. yeah. Seventh grade, I'm like, oh man, this is way too dorky. I'm not gonna be friends if I'm way into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so like fourth grade, seventh grade, hugely into it. I got so into it that I subscribed to this magazine, Star Wars Insider. Yes. Oh man, yes. I had all the info. Yeah. Everything that was coming down the pipeline. They did this contest. It yeah. was like uh, every month you submitted a picture of like your Star Wars collection. And they would, like, choose the kid that, like, you know, they wanted to put in the magazine. So I was like, oh, there's no way I'm not getting this. Like, I Sign me. I worked on the farm, and all the money that I got, I'd, like, pour into Star Wars yes. toys. So I probably had, like, I'd, like thousands of dollars of Star Wars toys. <laughs> and just, like, tons of stuff. So I went in my room, decked out my entire room. Like, I set up all my toys. I displayed them all in, like, a, like all these battles set sure, up. All yes. this stuff that, to me, was so cool. Then, of course, decked out full Han Solo outfit. Yes. My God. Yep. Cut, like, red stripes to put on my pants, like, all that stuff. <laughs> Took a picture, sent it in. I was convinced, like, I'm getting this. Dude, I'd pick you. Please. Did not get it. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm hard. Heartbroken. Dude, that sounds like, uh, how did they not pick you, man? <laughs> Is know. that the real reason after seventh grade you didn't like Star Wars? It could be. Uh, yeah. It wasn't that it was My that. family loves to drag that. Oh, that I didn't get it? Yeah. yeah. Do, my, the real question is, do you still have that photo? Oh, yeah. Okay. My, I, I don't know where I have it at home, but my, my family loves to drag it out. They think it's hilarious. Yeah. But I was kind of fat at the time, too. And like it, it, just like a chunky little kid. Just nice, thick yep. console. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So that was the first time I dressed up as him. And then uh, at least First. at least one, if not two, Halloweens. Um, so as an adult or still as an child? adult. Okay. Yep. So nice. I a wow. joyous Halloween one year. My wife dressed up as Leia, and she oh did the goodness. buns oh, and all that nice. stuff. You know, yeah. And then I dressed up as Han Solo. So that that was that. Was did great. you tell her you loved her, and then she said, "I know." <laughs> Why well, say that all the time? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just also like that you made a comment that you're like, hey, I'm not going to have like Chris Blanker's levels of knowledge, but then you also tell us that you're so decked out. (laughs) You literally submitted a photo to Star Wars Insider. (laughs) See, Chris actually has knowledge. I was just a dork. Yeah, but you were were just into it. Yeah, you were just like, and that's like, that's just like levels of fandom. Like there's like different ways to express it. So this movie just impacted you. And so. Yeah, it did. I mean, yeah, I, I, I really loved it for that time period in life. So. I, so did you come back to it? Uh, like so so, yes. So what basically happened was, I had that recognition in like seventh grade that if anybody finds out I have a giant Star Wars, and this was ill, it was ill conceived. I mean, it was, it was wrong. But right. if anybody finds out I have this giant Star Wars collection, I'm gonna have zero friends. Yeah, so no what did I do? Sold all my Star Wars oh. toys at a garage sale, got rid of all of them, not anticipating I'd have three boys someday. And then I kind of went through high school and wasn't necessarily that into it. And then I became an adult and I was like, oh, actually, I love Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Like, I have no reason to dislike it. Yeah. And uh, kind of got back into it again. And there was stuff along the way like that I watched and was interesting. But like Attack of the Clones. So that's where it fell off. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't even see that movie. Oh, wow. For years after it came out. I saw it enough for you. So, I mean, I I, I know, right? (laughs) But the Phantom Menace, like, I was so into it. And then mm-hmm. by the time Attack of Clones came out, it they was kind of gone oh, at that crazy. point. I know. It was kind of sad. Um, but by the time I got back around to it, so uh, I, again, was so into it. And a lot of his dad and I talk about it over the years. Yeah. Like, he's loved it. And so he, you know, we bring it up. And now they have all these shows coming out. Yeah. Like, it's, it's constant. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I actually made my, so when my wife and I got married, the 
She had never seen Star Wars. So that was risky. That needs, that needs to be changed. I know. Well, that's why I did. So <laughs> the day after we got married in, in our hotel room, when yes. we got up in the morning, we watched the first Star Wars movie. Wow. Oh, my yep. God. Well yep. done. So I was like, we're not going through one day without watching this. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's A man good. after my own heart. That's good. This kind of feels, and I don't want to like compare it to like Marvel, but I do kind of want to. Like I feel yeah. like Star yeah. Wars was kind of the almost the first iteration yeah. That kind of led to something like a, a Marvel where yeah. you could have all the Marvel movie knowledge and still have no idea having read a comic book. Or you could have all the comic book knowledge and never see the stuff. But like yeah. I just yeah. think it's kind of a neat um, – that for me is the same thing. Like me and my wife made our vows that was like we're not going to see a premiere without the other. <laughs> yeah. And like if, if possible, <laughs> we cannot do that. So I just think it's awesome that like on your first day of marriage, it's like we have to watch Star Wars. For yeah. me, it's like – I can't like people are like have you seen the new movie yet? I'm like, well, when Kate's available, we will <laughs> we'll go see it. I yeah. cannot go without her first, you know. So that's great. That's awesome. Um, but I also love too that the common like story I hear is like my my dad usually is what got me into it, or mm-hmm. like my parents are what got me into it because I do think there is like this really cool father son. And the first one, you don't really get to see that come full circle, but. Uh, maybe we could talk a little bit about that in the movie, but yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on like the father son dynamic of just even in the New Hope? Because hmm. it's spicy. It's yeah, like the sins of your family. Well, yeah, that's like all Star Wars is. It's about the Skywalker saga. You know, it's it's about this one family just screwing up the entire galaxy for everyone else. Um, yeah, it's not super prevalent in the first one mm-hmm. because it's not known. True, but. I think that's that's I mean what Star Wars is it's like a it's like a family saga. It's a family drama. It's a family like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no, it's hard, it's hard no, to see like without yeah, you're the, exa- you're exactly in just right. the in just the first one it's not present, but um throughout the rest of it there's that just family dynamic that maybe gives it a little bit of heart and um mm-hmm. obviously the most iconic part is in this the, the fifth one with the Luca and your father. Um you know, it's like, yeah, for sure. I mean, that was like a massive moment when they revealed that. Like, uh, people didn't see that coming at all. You know, it's ironic about all this though that I just realized as you're saying this. So, the original three have that whole relationship of Luke and Anakin, and then the next three have you know Ben Solo, Han Solo in the first sure, one, yeah. and it kind of trails over into mm-hmm. the other ones. The first one though is Anakin, and Anakin has no dad. Yeah. It's true. He just says Obi Wan. What's that say? Yeah, that's pretty weird. I don't know. It is. I don't know what to do Coincidence? With that. <laughs> no, but there is like that is. I'm not saying like that's what brought dads and sons closer together for this story, yeah. but it does almost feel like, hey, this is what happens when you like power over family or you like whatever, mm-hmm. and then to kind of, it's almost like the redemptive thing of Star Wars is like it's kind of like a warning, and then brings families together yeah. in the end. Ah, me familia. Love it. That's touching. Yeah. I also just think like dads think it's super dope. And they're like, my my kid has to see this. (laughs) My psychological brain's like, oh, this is just like, we're subconsciously going like, we need to make up for like. There probably is subconscious in there that we're not recognizing. It's exactly what you're saying. I mean, part of it too is like, uh, you know, the fact that it came out in the late 70s, early 80s was extremely popular for that time and then kind of stuck and was still popular where Mm -hmm. it became like a classic. 
and then they started kicking out new ones 20 just years that later. generational gap which is yeah, exactly very natural to be like oh i saw this as a kid yep why mm-hmm. don't i share this with my kids because it was about two years if i remember right between when they re-release all the originals remastered and then when phantom menace came out yep so there yep. was a little time period there in between where you had that kind of like to simmer on. Yeah. yeah exactly like mm-hmm. the remastered ones came out and they were awesome mm-hmm. i mean there was all kinds of other movies coming out at that time in the 90s you know that were awesome too Jurassic park and like mission impossible True. and all that mm-hmm. stuff and star wars still like was catching your attention yeah um and built that anticipation for the phantom menace so i think too because like i realize this now after seeing all of them but when you go back to watch like a new hope the 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 seeds that they plant for like Anakin and his downfall and all this stuff. I forgot that they actually like Obi-Wan explains all of it. Mm-hmm. And then that's what led to the hype of the prequels is like, Oh, we're actually going to get to know what the attack of the clones was. I forgot right. that that was actually dropped in. Yeah. The original yeah they're like, Oh, that clone wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Sorry. Not attack of the clones. The yeah. Time. No, sorry. We're, right. talking, we're talking wars, about the yeah, best yeah, Star Wars yeah, movies. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about, what about specifically episode four though? Like, do you have a favorite moment? Do you have a favorite line? Do you have a favorite thing that happens? Like this is this is what stuck out of my brain. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. I I don't know if I really have a favorite moment specifically. I mean, I I one that comes to mind for me is that is that moment where Han comes back and mm-hmm. and bails bails out Luke in that last moment because it it didn't look great like yeah. you weren't sure what direction that was going to go I mean obviously you assume the good guy's going to win but that was an awesome way for that to happen mm-hmm. um yeah I don't know I mean there's just so many mm-hmm. good lines I don't I don't know for sure sometimes with like those like movies growing up in childhood the things that stick with me are the scariest mm-hmm. for some reason like the I don't know the board I can think of is like the trauma is like what mm. like stuck with me. It's like so, that trash compactor scene. Oh, so good is like the the most memorable scene for me. It's that just is like this, seeing the monster come up and then like go back down. I'm like oh frick oh frick oh frick it's gonna get me. And then it does. And then like and Mark Hamill is just losing his mind and everyone's just like closing up and it looks like they're actually like in something that isn't closing. So it's like I hope this is up to code. I hope they don't actually die. You know, like who knows? Yeah, there's real threat to it and there's real like. It looks real, like you say. Like it looks like it's actually happening because it's probably a physical set. So that's what mm-hmm. brings it, like it grounds it. So that's a great scene. My my favorite scene is probably when Hanso is chasing the stormtroopers down oh, the hallway. Yes. <laughs> and he's shooting after them, running after them. And he turns a corner, and there's like a billion of them. <laughs> that's Which, by far my the funniest part of the yes. movie. Yes. I mean, it's awesome. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. I've rewatched that scene so yeah. many times. It's so good. Yeah. There is one, I think it's in this one, but when they're they're dressed as stormtroopers and they're like yeah. trying to hack into it, and yep. then there's like a bunch of stormtroopers that come in. Mm-hmm. One of them's too tall and just totally bangs his head oh, on the door yes. coming in and then just has to act cool the entire scene. <laughs> so that's, Even though he just totally just ate shit right at the beginning of the scene. So that's the thing that like was during the remastered cut. George Lucas added a bonk sound. Oh, he did. Originally, like, nice. when he hit this head, like, it didn't make a noise. But, like, he went into it after years it's and less, years. Yeah, it's less yeah. noticeable. And then, so, like, he actually went in and, and added a little... Thump. What an awful... Like, just cut that part. Like, I don't get why you don't just it's, edit it's it. It's the best part, dude! <laughs> I know, that but by adding so a bonk, it's just, like, it makes it even more That's known. the point. That's okay. the point. So, like, he was like, hey, this is kind of funny. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. 
They chose to emphasize some weird things in that remastered version. Yeah, I think episode four may have the worst of the remasters. It definitely yeah. does. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, again, it's not that... It kind of is a big deal, though. Like, with the Han Solo Greedo thing. I mean, it's, uh, it's one of the things that gets discussed the most. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'd say it's the most well-known thing that they remastered. But that is a significant thing to change in that scene. Yeah. Because basically, it becomes Han got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it becomes. Where So, the great debate, if anybody who's listening to the podcast doesn't know, is there's a scene in the bar in the cantina in Mos Eisley where Han and Greedo are sitting opposite each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both have their blasters out under the table. Uh, in the original version, Han just torches him. Mm-hmm. So, he shoots Greedo. And he, just, and he just, like, smokes. And you're like, <laughs> well, he just kicked his ass. Like, you know? <laughs> that was, like, just destroyed him. Yeah. In the remastered version... Greedo actually shoots and misses, and Han then just torches him after that. He has a little like head flinch. Like, right, exactly. It, like, but it like ricochets off the wall, and you're like, "Why would you do that?" Yeah. I mean, I mean, really, I mean, basically, just got lucky, right? Yeah. I mean, because it really changes his like who he was in that moment. Like, I mean, he seemed like a very like crafty uh, smuggler then in mm-hmm. that which is what which was the persona that he yeah. played the whole time i know it's not that big of a deal i mean we're getting into like it's kind of a big we're getting deal. into, yeah. we're getting into a fictional he, character yeah, but he right. is like my favorite character in the movie so yeah i mean he's just he's a pro you know he's yeah. got these like compartments in the falcon that he hides mm-hmm. all the stuff and like he knows what he's doing so like that moment is is fairly significant so yeah. it's it's odd that they decided to do that his, his thing was like oh he wants him to be more like a hero but he's not supposed to be a hero at this point. He's supposed not to be like, kind of like, you know, he's a smuggler. He's a, he's a yeah. rat bag, whatever. Super so, selfish. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's an interesting choice, but there's been interviews where like with George Lucas and he has a shirt that says Han shot first. Yeah. And he's, he just, I don't know. There's a part of him that I think he's just kind of trolling people. Yeah. Because now it's this huge thing and I don't know. Yeah. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, So he, I do have a question because <clears throat> I feel like universally or maybe like the majority would say that the best star wars movie is usually empire strikes back amen is there a reason and i respect you for this is there a reason why you think a new hope is do you think it is better or do you just think you enjoy it more or what you have you don't have to answer it anyone if you like this movie more i'm just i'm curious because usually across the fan base for some reason it's just an unspoken rule that empire strikes back was the best so i I would agree that Empire Strikes Back is probably like technically the mm-hmm. most the best movie out of all of them. Um, but to me, it's the original Star Wars is my favorite because of somewhat what I mentioned earlier. But part of it's like the whole the meaning behind it. Like mm. it's the one you got introduced to first. Mm-hmm. It's the one where all the originality happened. Empire Strikes Back is just building on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it it uh, I mean it is incredible and it, it probably is like the best one to watch and like rewatch out of them um but to make this first movie they think of what they had to come up with that's true i mean there was like now a lightsabers you know that's like commonly known yeah. everywhere like true. all yeah. these different things so they created all these ships these weapons these species the droids the characters all this the planets all this and uh you know, Empire just builds on it. It's so true. Yeah, that, yeah. That's 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 the reason. I yeah. I've actually thought about that when I uh, I think I think it was my kids who were asking me that, like, which one's your favorite? And and uh, yeah, I'm aware that uh, Empire is is widely known as the best one, which wasn't directed by George Lucas, mm-hmm. right? Oddly enough, yes, yeah. yeah. 
The only one he directed. You actually taught me that. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, of the original three, he only really directed just, six. Just, uh, no, he directed the New Hope. Okay. Yep. Six was, I think, directed by somebody else. Oh, okay. And okay. then he did the prequels? Yeah. Yeah, he shouldn't have done that. Well, <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. I think. He wasn't doing enough. Totally along your lines of. I, I, I think Empire Strikes Back is my favorite, but. I, I, there's no gripes with the the true no hope because there is this homebrew kind of feeling to it where it's mm-hmm. just like there's just this feel to the movie that it just works and mm. I and there's totally it's totally understandable to be like yeah this is the best one because it's the first one it's just the one I fell in love with it's just it's a perfect story it's like the the hero's journey and like you know it's yeah. arguably with a perfect movie if it if um, no, it doesn't look the best. Isn't the acting isn't yeah. the best? It's it is of its time, but it's still like it could. Yeah, yeah I, I, there's no qualms with it at yeah. all. The one comment I wanted to make on that was, I mean, <clears throat> for me, it's it's kind of like um, similar to the first Avengers film versus the last. Mm-hmm. The last one has so many intricate moving pieces. You're mm-hmm. like, holy crap! How did they pull this off? And you look at the first one and go, oh, the plot of that was, let's get them all together. Let's get them on a ship. Let's go beat up some guys. But without that first one just being so dope, mm-hmm. yeah. you couldn't have an end game and have the payoff that it had. And so I completely agree. That's why Avengers still stands the test of time for me. Your, I was like, your favorite what? Avengers? Well, I don't, know if it, I don't know if it's still my favorite Avengers film, but I, I can't take it out of like the top five because it's just even though the plot itself wasn't anything mm-hmm. special compared to yeah. some of these other well-written movies, that it for me it kind of has the same thing that you think of with yeah. New Hope. It's like you can't you can't ignore this movie. Yeah, they it literally up, did yeah. everything and was successful doing something that has never been done before. Right. You know. So I agree, and that's why I thought that was kind of neat that you picked this movie versus yeah. you know the the well the. The, the majority yeah. Blake would say yeah. I mean it was yeah, and again back to what I said earlier it was, it, part of it is just like the whole experience of having yeah. it it was the first one I saw it was the one that got me into it uh, first one I saw in the theater and I don't remember how what the time frame was like when they released the other ones after that and like how big of a gap there was I, I imagine it wasn't very much like when Empire came back out oh it's the about three years they, yeah oh did they wait that long between well I, when they originally made but the rem- when they re-released oh, the, the remaster yeah, in in like '97, I don't know how long it took to go see those next ones. But like that's where my connection was made was with the original Star Wars. Yeah. So for someone who's new to Star Wars, what is your uh, viewing order of the Star Wars films? This is the other like crucial, yeah. controversial topic. I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward i know i mean usually that's how it goes but i mean i would say watch the original star wars first i would say watch empire strikes back return of the jedi and then take it or leave it on the rest of them wow Wow. (laughs) i was not expecting the last part i i I like i like them i mean they're fun but they're not what the originals are Wow, fair enough. I mean, you Dang. can't, you, like, and you even go on to, like, some of the new stuff that's been made. So, my opinion has changed on some of the things where you and I, Nick, have talked about the um, the last three the movies. Trilogy. Yeah. And is that what they're referred to as? Yeah. The sequel trilogy, yeah. And, um, you know, how, how good they are. 
And as I have watched those now, I like the so the last Jedi I've maybe seen twice, maybe three times. Um, the Force Awakens I saw a bunch of times. Yeah, and sure. I actually really liked sure. the Force oh, Awakens. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely a it was deeper going it was on fun. at that time. Yeah, yeah. and uh, then what is the last one even called? The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, The Rise of Skywalker. See, I've only seen it once. The Rise of Hot, go- hot Garbage. Just straight hot garbage. Yeah. So I saw it in the theater, and I don't think I've seen it since then. Yeah. Same. So I actually kind of forget even some pieces of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I the, the opinion I formed after that was when they released Mandalorian, mm-hmm. uh, that show um, yeah. that a lot of people probably haven't seen necessarily on Disney+, Plus. to me it was like, it showed me everything they should have done in in those movies and a lot of it was like the fans just want more of what you originally made yeah you don't have to go do something else or remake something or try to like do this big deviation from it like people just love star wars Mm. they love to see that universe expanded this is my opinion obviously but like in Mandalorian, instead of like trying to create new species of creatures and planets and all that, they just dove deeper into it. Mm, yeah. So like, like you know, you go back to the original Star Wars and there's these sand people, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't know a dang thing about them. Mm-hmm. So they're interesting, mm-hmm. and I mean, they're obviously like thought out characters that are kind of neat in the original, um, but you don't learn much about them. Yeah. And then they di- like in Mando, they like dive into that, and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So sure. like as a as an original's character. In Mando, you connect with all the like, the, like I know in those episodes, I catch so many little things constantly that they're like referencing or like choosing to, yeah. Yeah. to accentuate more from the originals. And I'm like, man, this is. What... And I'm really curious of your opinion on this because uh, of of growing up with the prequels and yeah. really liking those. Like, yeah. does it hit you that same way when you yeah, watch? Yeah. So when you say watch order, I would go. So I grew up on the prequels, so I, I'm of the generation that enjoyed the prequels when they came out and still enjoy the prequels, um, which I feel is how this generation would feel for the sequels. Um, so I would go four, five, six, one, two, three. You can watch Rogue One and then start over. <laughs> <laughs> Rogue One's awesome. I love Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One is other than Mandalorian is the best thing Disney has done for Star Wars. Rogue One's awesome. Solo is Solo is not very good. Okay, I wanted to ask you that question because Solo is your favorite character, so that's why I didn't like it that much. Okay, it's like this guy's not Harrison Ford. Yeah, come well, on now. That too. I mean, that's that's like <laughs> that's seriously like the biggest problem with it. Yeah. And then I I I couldn't get over that. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think a de-aged Harrison Ford kind of even just, like, stumbling around would have been a better movie than a young spry, like, how did you get your name? Oh, you were flying solo? Oh, so that was the, uh, that's the Do worst. Do you like my puns? I was like, no, oh, no, uh, turn it off. <laughs> he And he, he doesn't even actually act like Han Solo very much, which yeah. is weird. Like, and that's a tough role to do. It like, is. Like, just to step yeah. into and yeah. be like, hey, this most iconic thing, probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna try it, and yeah. Well, and there can't be redemption yet, right? Because right. he has to be kind of a scumbag by the end of this, so that he's still a scumbag continuity-wise, right? For him to then have redemption, so you can't like this guy, yeah, technically uh, on paper. So it was just a bad thing. It was a bad choice. AKA, they just should have not made that movie. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Just, just the let one it, thing just I will. Alone. The one thing I will say is the the one problem with Hollywood is usually the people making the movie like decisions aren't the fans of these things 
And so typically what you're seeing is, oh, nostalgia and remakes. And none of those don't include the original characters. And I think that's where you're seeing some of this, like, yes, there can be nostalgia. Like, Mando's touching on those things, but there still is enough new there that there's something interesting. They didn't have to lean on a Mark Hamill. They didn't have to lean on a, you know... There's a Ford Carrie yeah. Fisher. Like, that's where the sequels yeah. fall flat for me is because it just, uh, it just didn't work. True. Yeah. yeah. So... We don't need to talk about the sequels. No, that's fine. But, I just was yeah. curious. Viewing order. What was your viewing order? Oh, it is also four, five, six. Um, I do enjoy the prequels, but um, for me, it's like the memories of um, trying to remember what the song is called. I think it's Duel, the, of, the du- Duel of the Fates. Oh yeah. I mean that's that's, that's, awesome. that's awesome. I mean, it's just yeah. I could listen to that just. Over and over again. Off. I do like the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. Minus, Which, minus Jar Jar. Even the part yeah. that, like, so yeah, Jar Jar, unforgivable. However, see, like, the I most... was a kid when Jar Jar came out. Yeah. And so I was like six or whatever. And I was like, yeah. Jar Jar is the funniest character <laughs> oh, in you the act- world. You actually liked him? I liked him when I was a kid. Now I'm yeah, like, now, now I'm like, okay, fine. But I don't, I don't yeah. have this hate he's for him. The, he's the guy who, like, gets your kid's attention while you're yeah. taking so that was me. Star Wars. That yeah. was me. I, he, get, he took my attention. Um, but the one thing I will say, the most unforgivable thing about The Phantom Menace is just Darth Maul not being more than what he was. Because I Because arguably, yeah. just like... What a waste. How could you be almost as iconic as Darth Vader? Yeah. If not, like, I don't know, like, he almost rivaled him oh, in the hype of that yeah. time. And, like, it was the a look... horrible choice. And, and Qui-Gon Jinn, too. Oh, yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn was a great character. Yeah. is that they didn't have a central villain. If they had a Darth Maul all the way to the third movie and yeah. a Sidious... I think it would work better than Dooku being thrown into the second movie. Yeah. Obviously, Chris Foley. But it's, great, yeah, that's, but that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah, but he really didn't even develop during those movies no. at all. Mm-mm. He was just kind of a side character. I'd love to have seen his history because him being like a Jedi master right. and then becoming a yeah. Dooku is like, okay, so why is this different than Darth Vader? Why did he never become Darth Vader? He was or actually like, Yoda's apprentice, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just something kind of, I mean, basically his exact character as Sauron in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right, I mean, that's he true. literally does the exact same thing. Um, yeah, they should have carried Darth Maul through all those prequels, and then, yeah, he could have died in the last one. That would have yeah. been fine. It would have been, like, the big villain to beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was a strange choice, because he was a great he was character. Great. He didn't awesome. even say a line of dialogue. I think I he said, like, he said something one like, lines, like, it shall be done. Yeah, it was, shall be done. He was <laughs> so impressive. And we though. still remember this guy. Yeah. Like, so, it was sick. Insane. Did you guys get into um, the expanded universe of this at all? Oh, yeah. And then also, um, I mean, I don't know if you, if you want to stick to the original movie, we what can, but... No. And but then also like some of the cartoons and stuff. Oh yeah, Clone Wars grew up on that. Okay. The old yeah. the OG two G two D animated with like Samurai Jack guy. Mm-hmm. Well, Cartoon Network, love that. Nice. Clone Wars, um, games, comics, books. I was in. Oh wow, yeah. My, so I kind of missed the cartoons. I was just slightly older than Zavala, so I didn't quite watch like. Clone Wars growing up or like Rebels or any of those things but now that they're all on Disney Plus I've thought about diving in because I think they from what I've heard they like kill it they're pretty good yeah. um, Clone Wars is from what I've seen of it it's solid stuff yeah the it's, last it's season's good. fantastic mm-hmm. the one Tyson, they did cool yeah, stuff so Revenge of the Sith I mean really like they threw some gas on some fire and you're just like uh wait what happened I yeah. forgot like what are all these things do you mind if I spoil something for you in Clone oh, Wars totally or, fine. Yeah. yeah I mean yeah, I, so they bring Darth Maul back. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. I didn't Did know you know that? that? Yeah. So yeah. With, like, I was spider sure legs and not. stuff because he's yeah because he's such a good character. Yeah. Well, that's the we thing. I mean, it's like they they threw him away. They knew that. Yeah. And, and but they they bring him back and then he. I mean, he dies again, but I mean, we should have known, right? Because I mean, like Luke fell down the same way that he did, right? And right. I mean, granted, well, Darth Maul was chopped in half, but cauterized wounds—you're fine. What do you really need magic, your bottom half yeah, for anyway? Magic witches I mean, brought him back. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it works. <laughs> anything, anything can work in the Star Wars universe as long as you know. Yeah. Yeah, the that one was, that, th- was, that was a waste though. The right. one thing I will say I did in the expanded universe though was I played a Dungeons and Dragons campaign in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> That's oh, sick. and I based a character off of Darth Maul. Nice. And then he died in the first level, and so I had to recreate a character and I made well, that's ironic. Instead. Yeah, that's so, yeah. That's go. kind of like yeah. So, it, was, it was great. So you should have seen that one coming. Yeah, sure. you get chopped in half. <laughs> no, a turret turned around and point blank shot me in the face, and I died. <laughs> And the, the GM was, like, not forgiving. So he's like, oh, this is the tutorial level. And I was like, so what do I do? And he goes, start a new character. I was oh. like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? I spent, like, ten hours on this Dude, guy. Dude, this sucks. Yeah. That's great. I'm so not bitter. Part of, the, part of the lack of of, of enjoying the, uh, the sequels mm-hmm. was part of my exposure to the expanded universe as it was. And mm-hmm. I'm not, like, yeah. I, I, don't, I knew that wasn't what they were going to do. Um, but that was one thing. I did read a decent amount of those books when I was in that phase. Um, so like one, I don't know, the, of those series, like some of them, I've, people I've talked to about it, they're fairly well known, I think, in Star Wars fandom. There's like the Rogue Squadron series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then there's, uh, oh, geez, I don't even remember the names of all of them. But they there's a lot of like trilogies of yeah. books that and like then, the Thrawn trilogy and yes. like Dark Fate and yep. like all the all that stuff. And there's one specifically that gets into like um some this weird alien race comes and like Chewbacca and stuff dies. Oh sad. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like dope. yeah, it's crazy. Like the Falcon gets destroyed and Chewbacca dies and so um there's some like really heavy stuff sure. that happens in those books. So I think a lot of people are speculating like, you know, what direction are they going to go with this when they make these sequels? Are they going to follow any of that? Cuz that all comes after Return of the Jedi. Right, right. And I don't think they needed to follow that by any means cuz then it'd be like, you know, what's the fun of that? But they true. didn't do they they yeah. it was nothing. It was like it didn't exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think the writing was quite a bit better in some of the sequel stuff that was that was written in what they ended up making sure um but they were i don't know they were the force awakens was a blast it was like it was like a supersized version of a new hope like and that's That's, yeah that's probably why i liked it like Mm -hmm. i mean it basically just like i mean jj abrams knew you know get fans what they want Mm -hmm. and and riff off of that and it was i thought it was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. yeah to me like the force awakens was the sales pitch and it was super safe yeah, and it was oh, like, let's sure. get you to invest in this. And we're like, all right, buddy, we're yeah. in because this was just a new hope with yeah. a lady and a bigger Death Star. <laughs> yeah, I dig it. And they were very and intentional we're like, about right, that. You did exactly what the other movie yeah. did. Seven was the reboot safe. Like, let's yep. just get it back on board. Eight was the wild card that was like, hey, let's really go out of the water. And nine was the reaction to doing that out of the, the water. Yes. The apology. The yeah, that was like, back. hey, we're sorry, and we're gonna make just nobody happy with yeah. this movie. The great pullback. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, and and uh, so originally when I watched the Last Jedi, um, so this you talk, you talk about kind of family and like your connection like as a family to this stuff. Part of why I love Star Wars so much, probably why it's so sure meaningful bit. to me. So, um, Force Awakens. Uh, oh man, kind of embarrassing. I uh, dressed up 
not at so I dressed up as Boba Fett. Oh. And mm. and so myself and Scott mm-hmm. uh, and our kids dressed up and went to the theater nice. and saw The Force Awakens. Nice. So I was Boba Fett in the doggone Coral Ridge Mall. Ooh, and let's go. Scott's walking around as Darth Maul yeah. and spandex. Oh, this is like spandex. Yeah. yeah. And Lakings. they made us take off our masks. And right. I was like, oh crap, I thought I was going to be able to wear a mask all the time. Nobody knew who I was. Yeah. I said, when I wouldn't see anybody, I knew anything. Like, but... Hey, how's it going, Cal? Wait, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. And I was convinced, like, oh, everybody's going to be dressed up for this thing, you mm-hmm. know? Force Awakens. There was a couple, but yeah. not yeah. too many. When we went to the last Jedi, uh, yeah, the last Jedi premiere, there was a sword fighting class that came and did a lightsaber That's duel insane. before the premiere. Oh, that is awesome. It that was awesome. it was pretty cool. That's and it was cool. like people who like weren't jacked. It was just like they're just like we're really into this. <laughs> and they were great, but it also just like gave me hope. I was like anyone can be a Jedi. Yeah. And I was like this is so good. They're just like chopping each other. I was like this is this is good. That's that was awesome. the best part of Last Jedi, for sure. <laughs> so my Last Jedi experience, seeing it the first time, is why I liked it. It was all about the setup to it. So um, Force Awakens had a great time. Right. So then between Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, Dad and I were like speculating like crazy. Because oh, yeah. it's one of the things we've talked about yeah. all over the years a lot is, is Star Wars just for fun. Because it's fun, you know. Right. It's fun to have something like that to talk to your dad about. Um, but we would call each other and be like, oh, what do you think is going to happen mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi? So we as a whole family, like all my siblings, our kids, everybody, went to Last Jedi together, mm-hmm. like right when it opened. And uh, so Dad and I, the week of, we had done like several calls predicting like, <laughs> oh, like what like what was going to happen. And uh, he called it like to a T. Really? Wow. Yeah, like when, uh, when that, what is that dude's Snoke? name? Yeah, when Snoke gets like, just, just cut in half. Oh, so Nerd. awesome. That part was great. That was sick. Oh, the throne yeah. scene. Let's be honest. It was awesome. That scene in general. That whole scene was awesome. Yeah. Like the fight and everything in there. Um. So he called. He called that part. He's like, Snoke's gonna get killed. It's gonna be, uh, Kylo Ren turning on him. Uh. And he was like, he he called and I was like, I don't know about that. I think it's. I think there's more to Snoke than. He's like, Nah. He's a throwaway character. That's what's gonna happen. Wow. And, yeah. What a prediction. That is a big call. Yeah. Wow. So so when that happened in the movie. And Snoke got cut. I literally stood up and high five Dad yes. in in the theater because he was sitting behind me, and I was like, "You called it, <laughs> dude." Well, yeah. I mean, that alone would make me like enjoy the yeah. last Jedi immensely. Yeah, wow, I can't believe he called that. Yeah, That's... oh, I was shocked. So then, so then again, my experience watching it was so oh, yeah, fun. Were, yeah, yeah, it was a great memory for that for sure. And then as I watched it again, I was like, "Oh, the movie's not very good." <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Zavala's always kind of told me, he's like, I just wish they would have done what The Last Jedi did for all three of the Like, if you're going to do it, yeah. just do just it go for out. all three. Because yeah. the first one kind of sold us right. nostalgia. Yep. The second one was like, screw your nostalgia. We're doing something different. Yep. And that wouldn't have been as big of a hit for me seven if Seven good. was just, we're going to hit you and you're like, we don't care about it. Yeah, for sure. That's yep. fine. I like when things are like, oh, this is unpredictable. It just... It was predictable, and then it was unpredictable, and then the night was, the was, was like, holy shit, we're so sorry. Yeah. So I'm a Last Jedi apologist. It is not my favorite movie. Yeah. I enjoy parts of the movie. I think Canto Bite and the casino stuff is just just bad. Oh, and I think a lot so of characterization bad. isn't yeah. great, but I think it's shot well. I think the risk they take is something that like it's different and that's what i like about it mm-hmm. i enjoy that it's that it, they tried something new and like that's what the whole trilogy should have been it should be something new and not like yes force awakens is good it's probably the best of the, the sequel trilogy but it's the most like yeah. new hope it's the most it's the safest bet 
Yeah. And like I wanted something like I didn't want to see this this the original trilogy again. I wanted to see something new and at least yeah. last Jedi tried. Yeah. Like I give it props for trying. Um sure. did it succeed? Probably yeah. not. Obviously not. A lot of people didn't like it. I've I've softened up to it a little bit in the time. Like I've I've probably like I still don't think it was like great and there's still some things that I'm like, oh, why did like Luke have to like milk Squidward in that one scene? <laughs> Like, why did he have to do it? I just don't understand. Like, does somebody give redemptive value to that scene? But uh, it was all about that blue milk. I know from the a blue. New hope yeah, they just wanted to like wink, in, wink. But yeah. it's like, uh, it was. This is not a Luke that I like. Um, but that being said, I have warmed up to the idea that Luke can change as a character, and that's yeah. okay to me. Because at first I was like, "How dare you? This is completely the opposite of who he is." Yeah. But I do think that like who I am now is different than who I was when I was a younger child. So like, it is fine. It just, for me, was like, oh, there were just parts when he's like, I think I have to kill Kylo Ren. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't do that with your dad, the entire trilogy, you know, all that stuff. So anyway, I could go on and on and on, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter. I think the beautiful thing about Star Wars is no matter where you're at on it, when you've jumped into it, what you like, there is still no matter what something somebody's gonna like about these movies i think yeah i still have yet to find somebody who just absolutely hates all of them i would agree with that i don't know if i've ever heard somebody say that i mean at this point it is a wide net that has been cast on it i mean there is so many different flavors of star wars to be had anymore enjoyed yeah (laughs) it's true well in closing what are you most excited for about the future of star wars you said you've been getting into the Disney Plus stuff. Are you? Do you feel like there's some promising stuff coming there? Yeah, I'm not sure what they're actually even working on, to be honest. I mean... Well, to touch on your Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. they are filming a Ewan McGregor series. And it is... it is Yeah, it's Ewan McGregor, right? Okay, so yeah, uh, that'll be awesome. Uh, yep. I mean, the quality of Disney... Disney... I don't know if I'll be hated for saying this or not uh, here, but Disney is like, I think, was like the perfect suitor for star wars ultimately now they are gonna milk it for everything yeah, true. that they can there's goods and bads to being the yeah but the upside of that is i mean they are gonna pump money into it and produce high quality content oh, yeah. true. and i mean i think what they did with mando was phenomenal i mean mm-hmm. it was again I, I i agree like they need to do things that are new in these shows um but it's also awesome to like see like to learn more about all these different characters and things that you had seen before but really didn't have much context to like that whole episode about the jaw was like yeah you know they show up and you just kind of see them oh, but you don't, great. yeah i mean it's awesome like yeah. you get to like see so many more things about them and that's super fun like i it's enjoyable and interesting at the same time so i mean i'm i'm really excited for more mando because i think they are making a season three yes, for sure um. Yeah. If if they're bringing Ewan McGregor back for an Obi Wan oh. series, that would be awesome. But I've not heard of any more movies in the pipeline. What are the movies that are in the pipeline? Uh, there, there were some kicking around. Obviously, it's solo sequels, but that's not going to happen. Oh, I hope not. Um, there was a talk for Pennywise and the Boys, the guys who did Game of Thrones, to do some kind of trilogy, most likely Old Republic. Oh. But now they kind of got taken off. But Old Republic oh, 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 is in the talks. A trilogy of Old Republic is in the talks, insane. which that would be, be like, insane. that's if you want to do one thing in Star Wars, 
you got to do Old Republic. Oh, yeah. Like, don't, I would scrap the sequel truly. Don't even do that. Just do Old Republic. Like, 100%. everyone's waiting for Old Republic. There is so much content there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I mean, or, I assume you guys have played that RPG game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. KOTOR, let's go. I mean, it's, it is phenomenal, the yeah. storytelling in that. Well, when, like, the Jedi are not, like, so scarce, and the Sith are, like, more than just, like, the two, and they're yeah. just, like... A, the the wars like you could have an attack of clone the clones that's actually cool yeah yeah that's what it was like the teaser trailer doesn't even have to have plot it's just one green lightsaber lights up and then 150,000 other green and blue lightsabers light up and then one red lightsaber lights up and then just 150,000 red lightsabers i'm going to that movie i don't even know what it's about yeah but i'm going to it that's where i think not to bring it back to sequel that's where i think they failed is that they should have been more. They should have done something like that with more Jedi's, more Sith, more everything. Don't make it just one more Jedi and, and whatever. So like, the 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 uh, this just a tease to have Old Republic would be, uh would be so cool. See, that's where Attack of the Clones failed though too. Is that uh, they brought them all in and then they get killed by a bunch of droids? Yeah, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody bad. believes that. Right. Oh, I mean, Qui Gon even opens up the Phantom Menace with him and o- Obi Wan just smoking like yeah. twelve, like <laughs> yeah. without a you know problem. Like, like, these super battle droids that shoot one cannon out of their arms. It's like God, we can't do anything about these guys. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this one cannon. Man, if they make an old Republic, um, they're doing like trilogy. that would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Some of the books and can- and the comics that have been coming out are old Republic related. Yeah, I'm not super. Yeah. familiar with what's going on currently but there's there's they're gearing up towards it so they should probably at some point not that they give a crap what i say about it but they should make like a rogue squadron movie oh at some yeah point mm-hmm. too i mean I don't, I don't know if you ever read that book series but like it was awesome yeah mm-hmm. i mean it was and those scenes from the movies are are amazing like the the air combat scenes mm-hmm. that they do sure um, so that would be i could see that being a really fun um yeah rogue squad would be good I think one extended character that's pretty popular, like regardless if you've seen the movies or not, is Thrawn. Like a lot of oh, people yeah, just yeah. know who Thrawn is, mm-hmm. and uh, he was hinted at in Mandalorian, yeah. so I'm sure he'll make a rise. And well, then also, Ahsoka show. Ahsoka's gonna get a show, which they're talking about putting Thrawn in. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes. She sense. was really cool, Amanda. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna cast it right here and now, just. If you can somehow get Benedict Cuc- uh, Cucumber Man, what's his name? <laughs> Benedict Cucumber Man. <laughs> to be Thrawn. Uh, to be Thrawn. Oh, Absolutely man. insane. Um, anyway, uh, but also Boba Fett is back and yeah. he's getting a show as well. So, I mean, I think the future is bright, but I do think they're yeah. going, I think they're seeing these Disney Plus shows actually like, Have it's just a bet at like, it's weird. We're in a time where like movies used to be like the A, like the the best yeah. way to tell yep. stories mm-hmm. and now we're seeing that actually television isn't like the the second class you know like it's actually like some of the better stories are now in yeah. these like 13 episode movies well think of what you can do in a tv show yeah. i mean we were talking earlier about like long form podcasts versus mm-hmm. you know short snippets of it i mean a movie anymore is yeah. short yeah i mean you can't like build on that you know the, the shows are all like hook based you know they showing an episode it ends with a hook they it's true. bring you back for the it's a little more addictive they bring you back for the next one uh, but i mean you, you a season of mando covers uh what i mean i don't remember how many episodes are maybe eight or something yeah, yeah. eight or ten eight so four, yeah, yeah exactly i mean uh versus a two-hour movie i mean you yeah. just do so much more with that yeah for sure nope well i think i have to ask a question 
And I don't know if this is this is this is a controversy. Oh boy. Do we need to rank these? All the movies. All the movies. Oh sure. Okay. Like together or individually? Rank, rank them. Be like, uh, like in like, oh, like best to worst or whatever. Okay. Individually, We're not or as a group. As a as a group, all all Star Wars movies. Okay, but he's saying like, are all three of us making the list? Oh yeah, no no like we can have our own list. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. Okay. Um, would it be easier to start at the worst or the best? It might hmm. what, go either way. Go either way. I think I can go. I think I can go best to worst. Okay, it okay. will go that way. All right, so I go Star Wars. I don't call it a New Hope, by the way. Oh, my okay. guy. Yeah, I refuse. To. <laughs> you keep acting like you're not the guy that's supposed to be sitting in this chair. I don't. And then you keep saying stuff like <laughs> you this. Can, like you can go back. The guy. You can go back through the podcast and see if I ever called it a New Hope, but I intentionally don't call it that because they made that up. When Afterwards, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you're right, but yeah. you probably saw it as a New Hope. Well, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> He's a purist, man. He's a Star Wars fan. As uh, much as he won't it say is, it, he is uh, a Star Wars the fan. Star Wars. Oh, no, I love it. Okay, so. The New Hope. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. So I just go hey. right right down yeah, classic. Right down that row. I would actually go next after that. This is this is where it gets a little, a little difficult for me to decide. But I would go next for that to actually a Phantom Menace. Wow. Pretty so, high, okay. So that that would be my next one, and a lot of that is again. I was a kid when it came out. Loved Darth Maul. It has a lot of problems, mm-hmm. but it was still like great when I saw. It. Yeah. I loved it when I saw it. So Phantom Menace. Next, I would go um, Force Awakens. Uh, I, then I would go to Revenge of the Sith. Yep. Then I would go to the Last Skywalker. Is that Rise of Skywalker. Sorry, I didn't know what the heck it's Dude, called. That, that's what the I didn't know what it's called, bro. It's like, no one knows yeah. what it's called. Yeah, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. It's literally has one of the names. Yeah, so exactly. I don't know what the heck it's, it's called. Fine. It's fine. The and then the Last Jedi, and then by far the absolute worst is Attack of the Clones. Amen. Wow. Holy smokes. Love it. Do we want to throw in uh, Rogue One and and oh uh, Solo Story? I mean, Rogue One would get. I would bump Rogue One up to. I would put it as fourth. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then I would put Solo. Uh, it's just in line with Attack of the Clones. I thought okay. it was garbage. Yes, cool. I think I fell asleep during it. No, that's fair. You didn't miss much. <laughs> I think, actually, now that you're saying that, I remember you talk. I was like, what do you think of Solo? And you're like, honestly, I don't remember. I slept through some of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately remember that. that I awesome. just felt like any other movie to me. Yeah. yeah. All right, go for it. Uh, okay. So I'm going to do uh, Empire Strikes Back as number one. And I will do Return of the Jedi Ooh. as number two. Dang. And then I'm going to do Revenge of the Sith as number oh, three. Oh, Nick. Holy I smokes. thoroughly enjoy Revenge of the Sith. I'm not, that's not what I'm, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then I'm going to do Rogue One as number four. Then I'm going to do a Star Wars. Or the Star Wars. What's it called? <laughs> just, Star Wars. just Star Wars. Oh, just Star Wars. Sorry. Um, Sith. And then I'm going to do, uh, oh boy, The Phantom Menace. And then I'm going to do Attack of the Clones. And then I'm going to do The Force Awakens. Oh, you hated the sequels. And then I'm going to do, hmm... I'm actually going to do The Last Jedi because it at least was trying to do, like, 
do something that would piss me off, whereas uh, The Rise of Skywalker was trying to apologize, and that actually pissed me off more. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, just double down, dude. That just was, like, just, that was that weak. Was just, yeah. That was weak. Like, uh, and then, yeah, I, I'm not even going to mention Solo. Like, yeah. It's just not even worth it. It's at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Let's be honest. Solo is at the bottom. All right. Uh, so I have five as my top. Then I go four, or Star Wars. Uh, then I would also go Revenge of the Sith as my third. Above Return of the Jedi. I would go Rogue One. I would go... <laughs> I would then go Return of the Jedi. Hmm. I would then go Last Jedi. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> The facial reactions from Cruzich over here. <laughs> Continue. I would then go uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah. Um, Force Awakens. Um, I would. And I, I take back my statement that Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie. It's not. It's then Attack of the Clones, and then it's Rise of Skywalker mm. because of the apology and all that. It just feels mm-hmm. like it was just the. It was weak. Yeah. And then uh, down as far as you can go is Solo. Yeah, I hate solo. That's really not good. Yeah, that's good to know though from you though, because you would have like the most sympathy for it, of as it yeah. being your like greatest character. My standards were very high. For, but that also yeah. could be a reason why you hated it more. It, you know, know what's funny about it is, as soon as I saw and the trailer, I knew I was gonna hate it. Oh. Yeah, fair. Nice all. Too bad. It. Yeah, they. I don't know. Anyway, miscasting is what screws up a lot of that stuff. I mean, Anakin in the prequels could have been. A great character. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really could have. And in in the pre in the in Phantom Menace, the kid was so annoying. Oh yeah, Jake Lloyd. Oh my gosh. And then Hayden that Christensen kid. in the next two yeah. was just as bad. And it's interesting because Mark Hamill in in, in Star Wars was actually kind of annoying himself, I and mean, he was like a white oh, yeah. sort Absolutely. of. And in, in, in Star Wars, he's yeah. But I want to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> Like, shut up. Maybe the biggest sin was Phantom Menace didn't have to have him be a child child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could have been, like, Luke's age. Right. So we could have skipped the, like, awkward teenage, I'm kind of have the hots for Natalie Portman, and just, like, okay, that's already established in the first one. Right. So now we can have a relationship so that it's not two movies where it's like, wait, aren't you, like, 15 years older than this, like, child that you met in the first movie? Right. Oh, and now you guys, like, want to... Okay, interesting. Yeah, that, that yeah it got jump. really weird. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That time jump is... But his hair in Revenge of the Sis. Ooh! <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. That was fun. This is fun, guys. Yeah. We really appreciate you coming on. This is This is a blast. And yeah, I think you stood the test, uh, so you don't have to worry about comparing yourself. You were a great guest. You're far more into Star Wars than you let on. <laughs> Whoa. And you're perfectly meant to sit in that chair next to us. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely have to have you on if uh, some KOTOR news comes out or something uh, big Star Wars comes back on. So yeah. Nice. Sweet. It's great. Well, uh, you've probably heard many, 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 <laughs> many reviews on Star Wars. But you haven't heard from us. Not us united. We'll catch you guys later. All right. There you go. You've just listened to Not Us United. You can find us under Not Us United on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Please leave us a review and consider subscribing to our podcast. You can reach out for future podcast topic suggestions at notusunitedpod at gmail.com.